Still better than Google Docs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, now that I am the uh, owner of an iPad Pro, I can never use Google Docs ever again. Uh. Um, so uh, Serenity Caldwell wrote that piece, like, just, you know, basically shaming Google for it. Because it's true. I mean, it really takes you, like, out of, like, the whole thing of having the I iPad Pro. Um, not just because the apps that aren't made for it are scaled up and blurry, mm. but um, more importantly, if they're scaled up and blurry, that also means they don't support slide over and split view. Oh, bummer. Which is like way worse than yeah. it being just a little blurry is that you can't even like multitask with it. It's just, it's, it's horrible. Um, and the reason I have an iPad Pro now, um, is because my part of the Northeast, but not Jessica's part of the Northeast, <laughs> uh, got a, uh, historic snowstorm on Friday. Um, and I was tracking the storm all of last week, um, mostly via this source I found on Facebook, which is just, you know, this amateur forecaster who's just happens to be a little bit more accurate than official sources for the area. You know, it's just dumb luck, but uh, so far so good. Um, so uh, it was uh, supposed to start very late Friday, snow for 26 hours and, you know, be done Sunday morning. Right. Um, and... That's exactly what it did. So on Friday during the work day, I, you know, took a look at the Apple online store and saw that both of my closest Apple stores had uh, iPad Pros in stock, the one I wanted, <laughs> the cellular one, because I figured if I'm going to not only lose power, but, you know, be, uh, you know, marooned inside my apartment, right. you know, I'll, I'll get the cellular one instead of tethering and burning two batteries at once right um and plus um i've mentioned before i had the original ipad 3g with its unlimited data plan which i have been renewing for the past five years <laughs> um and in um and i was able to uh move that plan to newer sim cards so i get you know at&t's full lte speeds on it with uh, no throttling at two gigs um, that was not eligible for that um, so, I mean, it's, it's a useful thing to have. Um, and anyway, um, while I was putting that in my uh, virtual cart, I decided, you know what, I'm going to give this stupid smart case, the smart battery case for the, uh, six and success, not plus right. a try. Um, because I was genuinely intrigued by the alleged smart of it. Not, not by its its uh, lumpy good looks. <laughs> uh, well, also it uh, it is the same silicone color as the uh, 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 cases and covers for the iPad Pro, and I have this weird matching thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I figured, yeah, at least it'll match that. Um. So, the smartness of it is, uh, it's uh, primarily uh, two things which is that the uh, lightning port on it is the only port you need. It charges both things and provides every feature that the lightning port on the phone itself provides. Mm. Um, and that's not a big deal 
today for most users. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back in the day, you had to plug your phone in to do a lot more stuff. Um, one of the things that you still need to do is uh, use uh, uh, anything you do with Xcode can only be done over the wire. Um, and that cannot be done through any other battery case because it needs to be over, you know, the actual connection right. to the phone. Um, and so this case does actually send that directly to the phone because it's a real lightning port. Um, and while I had it plugged in, I decided to look up what limited battery APIs Apple gives us access to and also found that the... So when both things are at 100% charge, the order they discharge in, because you don't have to flip the switch to do this, is the... Uh, battery case drains first while the phone stays at 100%. And even though there's a little lightning bolt next to the phone's battery, which stays at 100 this whole time, which is kind of annoying, um, uh, the OS um, informs applications that they are, or at least any applications that ask, um, that they are on battery power. That's good. That is good. Um, So if you have, um, if you're charging your phone with a dumb battery, basically what you're supposed to do is charge it from 20 to 80, no more, no less. Mm. Um, And that's because that's when the phone does its its rapid charge um, and the trickle charge is a little um, wasteful on the uh, external battery that goes from 80 to 100. And of course, the dead charge from zero to 20 is also hard on the battery. And and if you try to do these, some of them actually will just turn off because they overheat. Hmm. Um, So it gets around that it actually the lightning pass through actually works. Um, (laughs) Amazing. So, I mean, um, because it's priced kind of high, I wouldn't recommend anyone actually get one of these um (laughs) unless they were actually seriously looking at a mophie instead of carrying around just a giant ass battery like a jackery or something um or to supplement that if they find that's still even not enough um so i would awful lot (laughs) yeah so i would recommend it over third-party battery cases because the smarts do pay off because not having to think about it is really nice Um, and when you're using a traditional battery case, what you're doing is dumping battery charge back into a depleted phone. And when you have a system of batteries charging each other in series, you multiply their efficiencies together. Um, and since both of those values are less than a hundred, the resulting efficiency is even lesser than a (laughs) hundred. So to to use exactly... To use exaggerated numbers, if they were both uh, 90% efficient at transferring uh, and receiving power, um, the net efficiency would be down to 81%. So that means that um, if you put 100 milliamp hours into it from the wall, 81 would actually be used to use with the phone um, with a, a series of batteries. Um, but because the smart case keeps the phone at 100 it's not charging like it's not charging one battery with another battery it's just using the other battery instead of its own battery so you don't have to have one of those uh 
processes where you lose power for basically, you know, no reason. Um, so, I mean, it's not terrible. It is. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. I was wondering if you were even remotely inclined to forgive its looking like what it looks like. Uh, and even then, it's mostly that I can't forgive the weight. Ah. Because, um, looks aside, I mean, it, it does bring the phone almost back to the uh, 3GS shape, which we both oh, love so much. I did like that. That's true. Um, you know, it's just a little squared off in its implementation, but, you, you know, know, it's sort of like a low-res version, but it's just so much weight. I kind of... Well, how much did the 3GS weigh? I don't know. Less than the total. Okay, fine. Because <laughs> if they can... Like, honestly... Well, it, it weighs so much that... Um, so I had a shirt on today and, um, the, uh, the uh, shirt pocket was tearing, which I do not attribute to the weight of the case. I just have some pretty crappy shirts. Um, and so uh, I, uh, I took the, uh, battery off of it because I just didn't want to make that even worse. Um, and I found that through the rest of the day, I was almost launching my naked <laughs> phone out of my shirt pocket, like every single time. That is truly unfortunate. So that, that's how much weight it has. Okay, fine. That's pretty compelling. <laughs> yeah, I like when I switched from my 3GS to whatever phone I had next, I guess my 4S, I wasn't throwing it across the room yeah. every time I picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah uh, yeah that sucks okay um and that was our break from uh horribly uh depressing things after the last episode because uh, now we have to talk about the actual storm some people died i uh that sucks yeah i didn't know some people died so i mean this isn't you know a number like you know uh 235 in the quote schoolhouse blizzard of 1888 which i just learned about on the uh stuff you missed in history podcast by the uh how stuff works people mm. um but that was 1888 they didn't have meteorology back then right they sort of did but it was you know uh human monitored telegraphs and uh systems of flags and i mean no visibility isn't compatible with signal flags. Right. And they didn't have, like, satellite imagery, which is pretty helpful. Right. Most of forecasting was the network of telegraphy telling everybody else the uh, their current conditions and then just sort of extrapolating. Right. So, like, if you, you know, knew you were east of a place that always got weather before you because the winds were always going east, then... You know, that that was basically forecasting. Right. That was as good as you could do. Um, so that was 235 uh, deaths attributed directly to the storm, a lot of which were, you know, just plain old exposure, being caught out in it. Um, because um, before it snows, it tends to get a little warmer. It tends to also get way humid. Um, and that sort of makes you want to go outside, especially if it's been, you know, a bitterly cold winter up until that point. So that's what happened. It was a bad winter 
and they got this warm day. So everybody who like wasn't going to school or like doing anything was like, okay, kids, you know, go get a day of school in. And, you know, this is 1800 school. So it's, you know, the singular schoolhouse. Right. And it's like, okay, you know, it's been a month. Let's try to remember how a subtraction works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the uh, storm arrived rapidly as the schools were near their let out time. Um, and, you know, just you know faced with two horrible decisions do you you know spend a night in the school that's not quite insulated because it's not meant as a shelter or you try to rush everyone home you know and and you know whatever so the death toll was 235 um and again all from uh, exposure uh this storm it looks like the number is somewhere around 35 right um and it's not due to exposure I'm sure there are plenty of, uh, like, you know, homeless people that aren't accounted for because yes. we won't find their bodies for quite some time because we did get uh, two feet of snow in most areas and now the piles of parking lots are, you know, towering oh, yeah. already. The parking um, lot mountains. Uh, but any, So those aren't in the totals. The totals of the official deaths... Um, and I will put a link in the show notes because you can read what each one was. Uh, some highlights. A lot of uh, cardiac arrest due to shoveling. Right. Every year, man. And ooh, our old friend carbon monoxide. Yeah. A 23-year-old New Jersey mom and her son died of carbon monoxide poisoning while sitting in a running car that had its tailpipe clogged by snow. I read about that one. That's depressing. Um, and people getting um, hit by snow plows, uh, hit by debris from snow plows, buried by snow plows. Holy crap. People were buried by snow plows? <laughs> That's really bad. <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? Okay, I'm like uh, so, never going outside when it's snowy. So, so how this happens is that um, it snowed for twenty uh, uh, something odd hours, over twenty four. But the twenty four hour period was literally all of calendar day Saturday, right? Which means Sunday was a bright sunny morning, and Sunday isn't a business day. So that means that all businesses and way too many schools and all universities in the area decided that as of noon on Sunday we're announcing that we're open Monday so you people have you know between 12 actual hours and you know like four practical hours right to uh get your cars uh ready to drive to work the next day um so, people shoveling that shouldn't, because I mean the ages for these people um, having the uh, heart attacks are you know like in their fifties, which is below our current retirement age. Right. Um, and even if they're you know not, I mean you're shoveling because you have to get someone else in your household to work. And, you know, you might figure, you know, well, you're the retired matriarch. The least you can do is some manual labor to let your daughter go to her office job on Monday. But you're going to die. And she right. won't like that. No. 
or, you know, you're just shoveling and not seen by a snowplow going by because if you are in street parking, um, so <laughs> street parking during these things uh, is really, really sucky because you get plowed in further. Right. I mean, at least when your drive, I mean, when your driveway gets plowed in, that's bad. But at least that's just a mountain of snow, not a mountain of snow and there's a car under it. That's true. Yeah. You you can't use a snowblower on car. Duh, no. <laughs> um and a lot of neighborhoods uh so in the uh epicenter of uh urban sprawl hmm. th- um we have these things called private communities. And in a private community, the roads are not on the town's to-do list. Um, and you, you know, you pay homeowners associations fees or whatever, um, which is supposed to cover the people that the homeowners association hires to take care of all your ridiculous non-interconnecting roads in these horrible homogenous developments. Right. Um, so sometimes that just, you know, doesn't get taken care of because there's no one to take care of it. Yeah, you know. when you get two feet of snow pretty much statewide, there's going to be... The plow people are pretty busy. Yeah. You you can't even, like, hire someone because they don't have the time of day. First of all, they have to dig out their plow trucks. <laughs> yeah. I, I looked into this for shits and giggles. You know how much a plow costs for, like, a truck? No idea. Like, they, like, like they, uh, they start at 1500 Wow. You could buy yeah. another smaller car and strap that to the front of your truck instead. <laughs> I don't know that it would be as effective, but you could do it. Yeah. Now I see why, like, not every truck has, like, is also a plow <laughs> owner. And right. why the people that are, are signing up to uh, donate their services for money to the town. Yeah. Because it, uh, it is an investment. Because, like... Like I said, 1500 is where they start, but it's like, you know, like if you want like an adjustable one, you know, that seems like something useful to have, (laughs) you know, then you're talking about starting at 3500. You know how I told you guys about all the knockdown mailboxes? Nobody has repaired their mailbox. (laughs) All of these mailboxes are just like sitting on the ground, like leaning against the mailbox post with their half of a mailbox post still attached to the bottom. It's it's really amazing. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? Wait for another snowplow to go by and, you know, it's only going to stay up for a week? Might as well wait till the spring thaw and get eight months out of it. You could do some kind of half-assed fix at least, like nail some boards to the top and bottom of the existing lake, like make a cast for your... Just duct tape it. Just duct tape the right. whole thing. Well, you you would want a splint. You'd want to make a splint out of some additional pieces of wood and then wrap the whole shebang in duct tape. And then at least your mailbox would be not lying on the ground. <laughs> Just a thought. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we uh, here in upstate New York totally weren't affected at all by the storm. It was really kind of weird, actually. Yeah. Uh so this is a uh th- these storms are supposed to happen every 10 years. Um the last one happened in 2011. That's Thanks, less global than warming. 10. Um 
And yeah, this one was weird in its uh, the sharpness of its corners. Um, because, I mean, it's not like it gradiented off to dusting. It, like, sh sharply fell off to, you know, this county gets nothing. Right. Um, and that line was South Jessica, so... <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she didn't get anything at all. We got nothing. It was a perfectly fine... It was, like, kind of cloudy, and that's it. And now, like, today, it was kind of warmer, so all of the, all of the snow mountains are kind of melting, which is something. <laughs> no, that's bad. Because uh, they, they don't melt down all the way, and then they just refreeze, and now they're icebergs. Yeah, I I mean, they were, they're already icebergs. Um, at least our icebergs, uh, the ones in front of my house, are like, it's just a couple of ice rocks now instead of actual, <laughs> like, icebergs. Um, but, like, at my work, there's this, it turns out that the snow boots that I have are really awesome. Like, they're great for walking around on snow that has sort of been packed into ice which I didn't realize until I was walking over some snow in not those snow boots <laughs> and I, I think you mean skating <laughs> well yes a little bit luckily there was like this post you know what's weird is I see all over the place like these wooden stakes which I guess show you where the ground is from the not ground like the curb or something uh, and they're just like there's a bunch of like they're just around in different places like like one person appears to have lined his yard with them I guess because otherwise during heavy snow people totally just drive through his yard because the streets kind of curvy right there I don't know it's weird um, yeah, but anyway, that's, that's exactly what they're for. They're to guide the plows and your shoveling efforts. Right. Guide the plows away from your mailbox. For example. <laughs> um, so there was one of those sticking out and those aren't like sturdy, but I was able to like kind of use it, like grab it and and kind of use it to balance a little bit <laughs> and keep myself from going ass over tea kettle because I was I was <laughs> lugging around my like nine pound behemoth of a laptop between the two buildings that constitute my company and that would have uh, that would have sucked especially yeah, that's a since, lot of extra momentum yeah um and i had of course forgotten my phone on my desk in the other building and so had i fallen down and cracked my head i would have just had to wait for somebody to find me if like if i actually <laughs> was knocked unconscious that would have sucked but was i wasn't was this, was this a separate event from you getting locked in the stairwell or the same one? oh yeah that's separate uh because that that's so, so you just routinely forget your phone at your other building then? um well two out of Nine times, yes. <laughs> Some, something, not not quite twenty percent. Well, a little more than twenty percent of the time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just I I remembered to bring my coffee, <laughs> and I forgot my phone. Well, the coffee was keeping your hand warm. <laughs> <laughs>